This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to www.accessradiotaranaki.com. I'm Pastor Dan Yazel, welcoming you to Grace Notes, an outreach of North Taranaki Methodist Parish. I invite you to sit back and relax, grab a cuppa, and listen. May God surprise us and bless us in this moment. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Grace Notes. Today we will be looking at a passage from Luke, from the 18th chapter. We'll be hearing about persistence and prayer Thank you for tuning in today. It is good to have you with us as we gather around God's living and amazing word for us all. Welcome to Grace Notes.
Our first reading comes from the book of Psalms. I'll be reading Psalm 121. Let's listen, you and I. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade. At your right hand, the sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. Here ends our first reading. Thanks be to God. Our New Testament passage comes from the 18th chapter of Luke. Now, at this point in his ministry, Jesus has been sharing parables and teaching about the coming of God's kingdom for quite some time. Our scripture is a parable, a story about prayer and persistence. Let's listen for God's word as it comes to us from Luke Chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. Then 
Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, In a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared about people. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with a plea. Grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, Even though I don't fear God or care about people, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually wear me out with her coming. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Here ends our reading. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me, please? God, we gather around your word once more, eager to learn, curious about what you'd show us this day. Open our hearts, unplug our ears, stretch our imagination that we might see your loving, living will for us all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, perseverance is a highly valued trait these days. And as I list these series of things, see how many of these motivational slogans might sound familiar. Maybe they're only in the United States, but you know, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. One's reach should exceed one's grasp. You can be anything you want to be if you just try hard enough. Success is 10% inspiration and 90% perspiration. Maybe some of those sound familiar. Most of them are seen on uh, pictures with beautiful landscape and, um, you know, put on corporate offices and meant to inspire us all. Or uh, the people at Nike who would say, just do it. You know, they have a motto also that says, there is no finish line, which I guess, I presume, is the message to keep going and just keep going. And there's a famous football coach in one of my favorite teams in the States who says, you never really lose until you stop trying. All of those phrases and so many more things around us seem to say or shout, stick to it, persevere, keep trying, and you will be rewarded. In the parable that we hear from Luke, there are two main characters, the widow, who is finally rewarded for her persistence, and then there is the unjust judge. 
as people listen to Jesus telling parables, and as we hear them today, there's a tendency to try to identify other people with the main characters in the story. And that's a fine thing to do, as it involves us with Scripture, and it helps us to find deeper levels of meaning and connection. If we can see ourselves or others in the stories being told, we can relate to these stories in a much more immediate way and perhaps understand them more fully, or it seems nearer to our experience. Jesus explained one of his disciples, the parable of the seed being sown on different soils so that the disciples would get a bigger picture as he explained the seed as being the word of Christ and the good soil for those who hear it and so on. Now, often he doesn't explain the precise meaning of a parable, the bigger picture, the message that Luke intends to pass on with this event was to offer encouragement to the followers of Jesus who were growing weary. The story shows a widow who would have been on the edges of society, finally, mercifully receiving justice after a long struggle, which she herself mounted. And at first pass, it might be tempting to say, yeah, the widow, that's me. That's my cause. I know what it's like to have to keep on trying and keep pressing on to get the right thing done, to find justice. I know what it's like to have requests go unanswered or to have to stick up for what's right. There's a word of encouragement for us all in that. We can see ourselves as the widow for you know, waiting for good to come her way, and for the widow, it did come. Now, many a sermon has been preached on persistence in prayer. Like the slogans of today, you know, pious people will say, just stay with it. Keep asking, and in time, answers will come. We are called to be continually in prayer, so keep to it, stick to it. The widow in our story went to the judge continually. I imagine every morning she approached the judge and said, How about it? Will you do something for my case today? Every day, the same non-response came. And while it might be fitting to identify with the widow sometimes, the analogy starts to stretch as we look at the person of the judge. If we are the widow, who then is the unjust judge? Now, some people may feel that God is like the slow-to-respond judge in the story. Many people do feel that prayers go unanswered for too long. The widow had to wear the judge down to get him to do the right thing. If we see God as this judge, what do we think our prayers are about? God would only need to be worn down by our prayers? You know, if we assume we know how our prayers ought to be answered, we pray and nothing happens. So we think we pray some more and something happens, but not what we think should happen. 
and keep on praying to God, asking for what we ask for, what we think we need. And what it might feel like is that we've got to keep after God to do the right thing. Like we, if we remind God often enough, God will remember. If we think that God's reluctance to do what we've prayed for is some kind of obstacle that somehow it must be overcome, it does make me think maybe if I just keep praying if a little bit longer, a little bit harder, maybe God will see the purity in my heart and give in and heed my request. But what are we saying? If we see ourselves as the widow needing to wear down God with our prayers, and what does it say about God? If we need to convince God or remind God or provoke God to act, is prayer some sort of magic that we need to perform? Is God in need of some form of manipulation? I really don't think so. There is another point of this view that should be considered. If we think we can wear God down by asking again and again, doesn't that say that we think God is too far removed, too disinterested to respond to our needs without our intervention? If we're going to get anything from God, will it only be if we bring it to God's attention and God might miss it if we didn't? Prayer isn't the summoning of God's presence. Prayer is the bringing of ourselves before God. It's not the words that we use that matter most. It is the attitude of our hearts. Are we ready to have God's will written upon our hearts so that we may be transformed and be part of the answer to the prayers that we offer, or maybe the answer to somebody else's prayer. Turning things upside down for a moment. It might be more illuminating to envision God as the persistent widow and ourselves as the unjust judge. Stay with me for this. Think about this for just a moment. The unjust judge is described as godless, fearless, and no time for true and real justice. While that might sit heavy on our shoulders, doesn't it fit better on the shoulders of humanity rather than trying to saddle God with that? Aren't we at times distracted from what is right by so many other things? Don't we look away from what should be done until it comes right up in front of us and insists on being tended to. Persistence is a great thing. It shows commitment and strength and endurance. And in this parable, I see God as the persistent one, the one whom stands, who withstands great injustice day after day, patiently, persistently, waiting to be heard in the courts of our hearts. God has created us all free so that we can, and we do act in many a strange way. We're free to do that. Will we open ourselves to the new covenant that is spoken of in Jeremiah when God says, I will write a new covenant on their hearts? 
if we can look at this passage with the idea that God is the persistent widow continually trying to make peace and do justice through us, we can see judge-like qualities in ourselves, that all the things that stand in the way. Then we can see it's not God who is remote and distracted. Too often it is us. God's not far off and removed. God's right here, right before us, every day, calling us to do justice again and again. God is the widow with perseverance, the one who will not give up on us or stop trying to make things right. Our God will not stop trying to right things in our hearts, on our hearts, even when we have broken promises, even when we've turned completely away from God. God's patience and determination will outlast our selfishness and our sinfulness in the end. God's will and God's plan will prevail. Our parable is about perseverance. We are able to persist with our search and our journey toward God, and God will persist with God's search for us. To use some of our opening phrases again, just slightly different, God's grasp is greater than anyone's reach. We are all within God's just hand. God will never stop trying, so no one is ever truly lost. There is a finish line that God is striving for, and we are called to the coming of God's complete kingdom. To that end, we are all to strive and persevere. May it be so for you and for me today and always. God be with you till we meet again. Amen. So that's all for today. I hope you've caught a glimpse of grace through this time. You're invited to join us for worship and fellowship Sundays at 10 a.m. at New Plymouth Methodist Church, the corner of Weardit and Powderham Street. Until next week, God's grace and peace be with you. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to www.accessradiotaranaki.com.